a podcast for anyone who has swiped right on a guy and the fish he is holding. What are we drinking today? Well, you know, I love my wine. Daddy loves his wine. <laughs> so, you got your Moscato. Love, favorite, sparkling. And my favorite, Rosé. I just love rosé. All my friends are not fans, but it's just, it's my fave. Enough sweetness, enough bitterness. Is there enough sweetness? <laughs> yeah. Hashtag bottoms up Fridays. Where are we going out to? Pump. Pump. How do you feel about pump? Um, I like pump. It's right on the strip. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. Yeah, it really is. It, it's crowded. It really is. But they've got good music. They've got good drinks. Cute waiters. Um, heaviest pour on Santa Monica. <laughs> <laughs> As it should be if it's that much. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a cute vibe. Yeah. It's like, it, it, you know. They care. Attention to detail. They care. Can I just tell you a story? <gasps> um, oh, I don't know if we have time. So the story I want to okay. tell is I went to Pump a couple of years ago with a, some friends, and we had a reservation, all that stuff. They still had us wait for an hour. Yeesh. So I do just want to say, I feel like they hire for prettiness and not for... Service? Yeah. So, I mean, that's just attention to detail, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, hopefully it's, no, a better you're right. hopefully, you're right. hopefully it's a better experience tonight. We'll see. We'll let you know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's catch up. What's your catch up, Christy? What did we wish we knew about relationships when we were but 18 years old? I'll go first. Okay. I wish I knew that when you're in the dating pool, words don't have the meaning that you place on them a lot of the times words are just words don't trust everybody and don't expect things from people even if they said they're going to deliver damn yeah i wish i knew not to be so dramatic <laughs> what i mean is like have freaking fun dude don't take everything so seriously yes you're you're feeling that crush you're it could be unrequited, whatever, but just have fun. Just have a good time. Go with the flow. Don't have an agenda. Chill, bro. That's what I would tell myself. Love it. But also, I know you wouldn't have listened to Oh, you. God, no. And I wouldn't have listened to I'd be like, to what me. do you know, old dude? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know nothing, Jon Snow. Yeah. And... To bring that in today's world, I'm really trying to remember that. Just have more fun with it. So are we talking about married life, dating life, single life, and surviving this episode? I would love to talk about that. All right, let's put on that hat. Hi, I'm Christy, and I'm married. Hi, I'm Daniel. I'm single. What are you, uh, what are you dealing with in the single world? I don't think I was made for gay dating. This is all very general. The stereotype is that lesbians, they meet, they date, and they move in together right away. I've heard that, yes. I feel like I, I was meant to be a lesbian. Oh, I see. I'm, I want to get to the serious part. I want to get to the significant yeah. other part. The beginning part, as I just told you guys, 18-year-old Daniel till 
well into my 20s, mm-hmm. I always had looked at the end goal instead of the fun part. Is this my mate? Right. Is this you don't my... want to spend time like figuring things out. You just want to go into it with things already figured out. Yeah. So the dating pool right now, especially on top of the pandemic and everything, it's awkward to say the least. <laughs> it's so awkward. <laughs> Would you say you're like actively looking, seeking for a, a sig O, if you will, a sig O? I'm back and forth. There's a part of me that just wants to have fun mm-hmm. and, you know, keep my bench warmers but then there's a part of me that's like i would love to have someone like when you and jojo were out at dinner the other night when i facetimed you guys mm-hmm. i was like oh, that's so nice i want someone that would take me out to get some tacos yeah well what about um i know you hate this phrase so i'm gonna bring it up what <laughs> how do you feel about people always telling you like oh it'll happen when you're least expecting it or when you stop looking I just need to say I was not looking from the age of 22 to the age of 27. I was not looking. I was focused on school. I was focusing on getting into my career. I was not looking at all. And did it ever come along? Nay. And you were out there too. You went out, you mingled, you had fun, you met new friends, met new people. Mm -hmm. It's not as though you were, like, sequestered in a hole. Like I am now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. This was pre-pandemic. Yeah. When people say that or when I hear it in literature or films, I'm just like, that's ridiculous. That's telling you to be passive. And I think it's a mixture of passive and aggressive. (laughs) Be (laughs) passive-aggressive is what I'm saying. (laughs) Maybe that's like, I think that's like a Scorpio and Capricorn thing where we don't know how to not take things into our own hands. But one thing that I do that is my own fault is I find the red flag so damn appealing. Go on. (laughs) Let me... I mean, I probably felt the same when I was dating too. Yeah, I... Sweetie, I'm speaking. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) I'm speaking. Um, yeah, red flags. Okay, to me, red flags are like tempting a toddler. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't you dare. And they do it anyway. It's like that little part of us that just loves to break the law, loves to break the rules. And that's what a red flag is. It's like that little temptress saying, don't you dare do this. And a six twos to six four tatted bad boy was the height part of the red flag <laughs> who won't emotionally fulfill me it's just so but he will emotionally thrill you yes that's what it is thrill me make me feel alive <laughs> i'm just picturing um a dude standing on the street corner leaning up against a building in a leather jacket for you i feel like that's your the bad boy you're seeing <laughs> <laughs> like your, your cliche bad boy yeah like from the 60s yeah. <laughs> he's snapping <laughs> west side story yes. bad that's my <laughs> furthest level of bad but you know with red flags as i'm getting older i'm trying to be more noticeable i need to get over the like you said the thrill of it if i'm looking for my sigo yeah would you say you are actually, like, looking, looking right now? Like, you're yeah. you're deep in it? Yeah, I would say so. Can you describe your perfect dude? Maybe he's listening right now. DM me. Well, how does he know it's him? You gotta tell him who he is. Oh, 
I don't, you, you know my type better than I know my type. Yeah. You're a perfect type. Okay. You want taller than you and you're already six feet. So good luck. My height or taller. He needs to be like, I think you love the like athletic thick bod. Yeah. Give me a little thick. Yeah. Athletic (laughs) thick. Uh, where maybe he can like throw you over his shoulder. Toss me around a little bit. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) you love... I'm going to say for you, tan, tall, dark, and handsome vibes. A little bit of scruff. You love a man in thick-rimmed glasses. Mm -hmm. I love glasses. Yeah, a little nerdy and, like, smart, funny, dresses immaculately well. He doesn't... The dressing part, because my last crush dressed... Well, we're going for perfection on this man. Okay, okay. This is your perfect, probably a shoe collection you can share. <laughs> and loves his family. And I would say that's your perfect dude. So if you're listening, DM us. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, became... what in the mill. <laughs> this has become fine Daniel Lissigo show. <laughs> We're changing the title from Jenna Marbles podcast. <laughs> Find it, Daniel Sago. Well, enough about me and my desperately single life. Let's talk about you and your married life. Married life is so much fun. I'm going to say a controversial opinion. Okay. Marriage is not hard in itself. Why I, is that controversial? Because people always say marriage is so hard. You have mm-hmm. to like work for it. And I guess you do have to like work on some things. But it's not really work if you're loving what you do, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think marriage is hard if you're with the right person. Because they'll understand you. You'll understand them. There can be hard days, obviously. But like marriage in itself is not hard. My partner and I have 10 years worth of learning how to communicate with each other. And it's going good. I'd say it's going swimmingly. We have our routines we know, we kind of like know what each other needs sometimes outside of that routine and we're just always willing to do it i have a question why are you laughing because <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous okay so something i always think about is when do you know it's okay to fart in front of your stupid other 10 years in we don't do that okay because i can imagine me doing that you can't cannot cannot yeah I I don't know. It's maybe it's just an us thing, but I don't do that. I don't do that in front of you either and I've known you And we know yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I don't know. That's just a it's a It's a personal preference. It's a personal private act <laughs> reserved for times when you are alone to enjoy it. Fair enough. <laughs> And at least he respects and we, you too. Yeah, we also don't like use the bathroom in front of each other either. Oh, that yeah, that's very private. Yeah. If I'm in the shower and he has to like pee, I'll turn around in the shower. Like I'm not I'm not in it. Not a kink. <laughs> <laughs> so another question I have is is there you got married at what age? I think we were twenty five. Do you think there's a right time or age to get married? No, because I don't think marriage is for everybody. I think, obviously, like, 
society is growing and changing. Marriage used to be the be-all, end-all. Like, that was the goal. And now, even though I am married, I don't think marriage is, like, always necessary. Some people are totally happy living together forever, never getting married. That's fine. Some people are fulfilled when they have more than one partner. And so marriage isn't going to work for them. And that's also fine. Like, I don't think there's a right time. I think that if it fits into your life, if you feel like, yes, this is it. This is where I'm fulfilled. I don't need anything beyond this. Yeah, maybe you should get married. That's fine. But I don't, I don't like putting pressure on people and I don't like telling people that it has to be a certain way. Because who am I? I'm not always right. I've been wrong before. Rarely. Rarely. I kind of, <laughs> I'm like the resident know-it-all. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, let people live their lives. And for you, you know it was right when you felt fulfilled and yeah. you were excited to... Yeah. Um, Jojo was different than any boy I've ever dated. It was just complete honesty, total love, total appreciation, acceptance, understanding, and like just the willingness to cooperate and coordinate our lives together. It just always worked. We should have him say hi really quick. Jojo! You're needed. I can hear him peeling the hot Cheeto bags off of his body to get out of bed. <laughs> Call it about. He is obsessed with hot Cheetos. Maybe don't bring the bag onto the recording. I just wanted you to say hello as my partner of 10 years. Jojo, will you drop us with a wise antidote? How about tell us, when should you get married? A word from our sponsor, Jojo. Uh, when do you know it's right? When did you know it was right? When I first met you. Oh, that's insufferably cute. <laughs> well, Jojo, thank you for being our sponsor today. We love you. Bye. <laughs> do you and Jojo have a couple name? You know, remember the celebrity, like, yeah. Brangelina? I think we were, like, Josty. Because he's Jose. That's cute. Josty. Because it doesn't really work with like, I guess you could say, Crozé. Ooh. Crozé. Well, you like it because it sounds like Rosé. And I'm enjoying my Rosé today. <laughs> Which one is better, Crozé or Josty? I... If you're listening out there, let us know. Well, do you and I have one? We would either be Dansty or... Cranial. Cranial. Dansty. 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 <laughs> Uh, Daniel, I have a question for you. Mm. Mm. Do you think marriage should be renewable? What? Like, should it last for a term? And if you decide to keep going, you have to renew it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it would actually be so helpful for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, people grow, they change. Mm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they really change. Well, and I think if you sit, that's also a romantic act in itself. You sit down together and you're Mm -hmm. like, let's renew. Let's keep doing this. I still love you. I still want to be in this. Right. People would save themselves from divorce because it'd be like every five or 10 years or whatever. Okay. Are we renewing? Mm Mm-hmm. Are we renewing our membership? Yeah. Yeah. It should be like a membership. (laughs) Yeah. Marriage membership. I know that takes almost the grand gesture of the wedding day, but you know how I feel about big old grand weddings. You were in my wedding. I was. Mm. Man of honor. And how did you feel about it? 
It was a lovely day. Thank you. But you know how I feel about weddings. Right. All you need is the dress and you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or was In the that shoes. somebody else? <laughs> Who am I thinking of? Okay, so if it's a renewable term, right? So you get married a few years down the line, you sit down and you say, are we still doing this? How long do you think that term should be? Five years max. Five years? Max. Yeah, I think so too. Or maybe you could like, upgrade your contract for 10 years like if you're that secure (laughs) like no we're gonna go with the 10 year option and it's like a cheaper fee yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay why five years because i'm trying to think of how much my perception and my views on things and who i am changes Mm. throughout my life and i'm like okay well i'm different from the time i was 25 i'm different from the time i was 20 i'm i feel like every five years i'm kind of evolved a little bit and so if I'm like with someone when I was 20 I'm not the same person I was when I was 20 and do you think that you even in your 30s 40s 50s do you still think every five years within those decades you're still going to be evolving or do you think you'll kind of like get set people use the term like set in your ways but like get set in the way that you approach things the way you see your partner the way you see your partnership you don't, you, like, you think that's still going to change every five years-ish? As of now, yes. I do. Interesting. I'm pro- I mean, I'm sure that's not likely because people... Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not going to change that drastically, yeah, right? Yeah. Maybe, like, over time it changes a little less, but it still changes. Yes. Thank you. I can see that. For me, I almost feel... I think that's what comes with 30 as well. It's like you do kind of get set in your ways and not in a negative way, but like know thyself. I know this is how I'm always going to kind of like approach this type of situation or scenario. So I don't think I'm going to change that much every five years. I'm going to read a poem I wrote. Oh, where (laughs) does this fit in here? Yeah. A poem you wrote. I, I don't think you've, ever shared a poem with me I guess it's not really a poem but more of an antidote you've shared screenplays with me did you like Um, my screenplay I can't remember yeah it's been like 10 years since I've read it so I need to read it again honestly but yeah I remember liking it so the last time I was really in my feelings over a guy and it just blew up in my face and you're cool with this being read out to Potentially your perfect Sig O. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you always surprise me. Thank you. You're being very open. I, I never shared this with you? No. Oh, okay. I didn't know you wrote poetry. I, I might delete it. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I put on my music, listen to all the broken hearts in the lyrics. It comforts me. Kind of morbid how the melancholy warms my heart. But knowing what I've been through, going through now, is something that is as old as time. I smile at a guy, swipe right on another, keep enough distance, show enough interest, enough to make me feel desired, but still get to go home with myself at night, the man who I'm most comfortable with. My friends ask me what it is I want. What do I want? I want to make him smile. I want to know what he has to teach. I want to explore with him the world and each other. Who is this him? I haven't found him and I and don't know if I ever will or maybe I already have and keep myself closed off to this future. I push myself, go on that date, feign interest, flirt sometimes explicitly, 
make myself seem available to that man, don't want him to dump me, what would that say about me? For someone who is so self-righteous, I get so insecure when I am being examined in a romantic light. Don't lose control. If you lose that control, your weakness comes through. Of course, a friends with benefits. I keep control. I don't get hurt. But all of this that scares me is what excites me. I want that man who will accept me, everything that I bring. My drive, my sass, my anxiety, my bossiness, my humor, my love. I want what he has to offer. His knowledge, his creativity, the impossible way to bother him no matter how much I tease him, his eyes, his laugh, my eagerness to hear it. I want more than I know. I want to be with a man, whoever he is, and be with him completely. Take that drink, let the warmth slip over you like it's his hands, sigh and sing with the broken hearts. Hallelujah, amen. (laughs) Can I tell you my favorite part? Yeah. I think like just this little set of words kind of explains everything about how it is to be in the dating pool. You said, keep enough distance, show enough interest. And not to turn this into a red table talk, but like, (laughs) that's just it. That's it. That's everything. It's almost like keep your friends close, keep your enemies close. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In a way. That's, yeah, that's how you have to approach it. Uh, Because you know people are not always their authentic selves when it comes to dating. Hmm. You are your own guard. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, Toots. It's hard out there. (laughs) You okay? That was deep. I'm like moved by myself. (laughs) Since we're talking about being creative. Yes. Do you have a creative plug this week? Let me think. I'm going to go ahead and plug... The Try Guys. You love them. You know I love them. I love me a Try Guy. Do you guys remember in episode two when I was talking about how I can always find where celebrities live? Uh, I'll, ta- I'll take it a step further. <laughs> I can also find out where they work, even if they don't advertise where their offices are. So, and actually I will credit JoJo on this one. He found where the Try Guys currently film and record really yeah he found it i was so proud of him so i know where that is and i also know where they used to film and record um at ned's old house so we found that as well no but okay so the thing about the try guys is they're very woke in a way that's not in your face they are kind of (sighs) they're they're like hardcore feminists I love it so much. They catch themselves all the time when they're, you know, maybe speaking or acting in a way that's counterproductive. And they're just funny. They're open and genuine. They show all of their faults <laughs> right there. They really do. On YouTube every single week. And I'm just so into it. We never miss an episode, honestly. Uh, me and my husband, we both really, really love them. And I have the same birthday as Eugene, so. You and sharing these birthdays with. I know, with creators. Yeah. Love it. Love that I for do me. too. <laughs> I'm going to stick with the, in the realm of romance. Yeah, I'm sorry I went outside of <laughs> romance, but they were on my mind. A song that I love when I'm in my feelings and I just want to feel my feelings is by Kate Nash. Mm-hmm. And it's called Nicest Thing. And she's just singing about how she wished that person loved her back. And 
that song, even though it can, it's a sad song, it's also just, it's great to relate to other people who've been through what you, you're going through. So Kate Nash, nicest thing, that song. I think it's almost more important to relate to people for like negative emotions than it is for positive. Absolutely. Because negative emotions make you feel alone. Yeah. But positive emotions, I almost feel like they are for you. Like that, you own that. You don't have to share that with anybody. That's my two cents. (laughs) And before we go, I want to touch on jumping the generational gap. My question for you this week, Daniel, as a fellow millennial, Mm -hmm. tell me why you think millennials are the best. I think we're the best because we know the old and we know the new. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. We grew up at a time where it was more simplistic, uh, no social media, no... Did we have... We had internet, but we didn't really have it. We had, like, dialogue. Yeah. It was just... It was more simple. So I like that I know the juxtaposition Mm -hmm. between that. Love that. Uh, For me, I think millennials are the best because we're kind of, like, the scrappy generation Mm -hmm. where, like, our parents and grandparents they could afford to make it in this world. They didn't even necessarily have to have like an education. So here we are thrown into a world where we're told that we need a house, we need an education, but we're also going to make it impossible on you guys. (laughs) Yeah. So we're, we're the fighters. Like we have to advocate for ourselves a lot and just kind of make do with whatever we're given. Like we're nothing if not adaptable. And I think that's why millennials are the best. Preach. Thank you. Preach it, girl. I will. I did. <laughs> you did <laughs> preach it. Hit us up on our socials at What in the Mill. We're on Twitter and Instagram. And our email is whatinthemill at gmail.com. And remember that mill, what does it have, Daniel? Just one L. Just one L. You only need one. You only need one. It makes the same sound. That, the way that word is spelled is insane. Yeah. It took us. <laughs> weeks to master <laughs> spelling millennial we got deep we got deep so we need to shake this off yes shake our rumps at pumps shakes <laughs> <laughs> ah, i wish i came up with that i'm gonna yeah. delete you saying oh. it i'm gonna say it right now shake our rumps at pumps <laughs> <laughs> um come meet us out there if you're in the area pre-game like we are so you don't have to buy their too expensive <laughs> drinks Wait, is your Tinder date the man or the fish he's holding? Mm